come on, God. Answer me. It's years I'm asking you why. Why are the innocent dead and the guilty alive? Where is justice? Where is punishment? Or have you already answered? Have you already said to the world, here is justice, here is punishment, here Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray, and joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. You might be noticing that we're coming at you a little bit late late this week, and um, it's also a bit misleading to introduce this as yet another episode of Demo Listen, because the format is going to be slightly different this week. Um, the reason that we're coming, coming at you a, a few days late is because we needed ample time to prepare for this, both, both physically and emotionally, mentally. Um, we have mentioned several times on the show over the course of the last couple months, honestly, that we are getting way behind in submissions. And, uh, I, I have felt pangs of regret over the fact that so much stuff gets just left out stuff that makes it into the queue that we simply early on, you know, we could double back, re, you know, reintroduce it into the queue, hopefully give it another chance. Um, at this point we get too, too many submissions to, to really do that reasonably because we're already so far behind with what we have. So in a, uh, in a bid to try to catch us up, get us current, and to cast a wide net where we can hear a lot of stuff that would otherwise slip through the cracks, we've decided to do uh, what we're referring to as a, as a hell week. When I initially conceived of this idea, I, I thought that it would be something that we would actually break up over the course of the week and record on several different nights. But Nate uh, being... It, it, for as long as I can remember, um, a glutton for punishment in a way that few people I know are, has decided that we're just going to record it in one single marathon session. And um, with the magic of editing, I will likely break this up into uh, several episodes and drop them, drop them over the course of the coming week or two. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, you're going to basically get to hear us dissolve our our sanity slowly fall away over the course of the coming hours as we marathon uh literally dozens <laughs> of bands so yeah so so here's my thoughts on this i don't feel guilt about not getting to them what i don't want to is miss out on something that i like right right, right, right that's sure. that's my major concern because you know i mean you know cool thanks for submitting the stuff but you got to understand that you know and you know not everybody wins. John Fett always wins. <laughs> that's that's right. Yeah. But, that, but that's because he's our close personal friend. <laughs> right. Right. It's, yes. And we give him favorable treatment. That's, that's right. That's right. But also, um, you know, I, I, I'm a glutton for punishment because it's more real. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. I think it's more real when you when you when you hear 
um, you, you hear, you know, excitement and interest slowly being taken over by like apathy and then that turning into irritation and exhaustion. Right. Yeah. And then it comes back around. Uh-huh. Right. Sure. I mean, that's the best, right? Staying up, staying up until like four or five in the morning when you get past being tired, like when you're on tour. Right. And then, you know, I get to fucking get on the road, you know, at some point, but it's like 5 a.m. and you, you're back to that stupid fucking excited, stupid second Wednesday. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So maybe we get there. Maybe we don't. I will tell you that I have been up since 630. I walked all day today um, for work and uh, I just got home. It is 814 p.m. I walked in the door like 20 minutes ago Mm -hmm. um and i might have to get up at like 5 a.m tomorrow (laughs) you definitely got me beat on the on the last point but yeah we we picked the worst possible day this week to do this on for me as well because i got up this morning got my uh got my daily jog in and uh i immediately had to go to the bmv i had a bunch of stuff after that that i had to ship out um, I was also I also had to wait in line outside of the BMV due to to current restrictions and all that business. Um, then I had a I had a bio to write up for a metalcore band that I don't like at all, but it was a, a paid paid commission gig. Uh, so I had to force myself to think of uh, nice things to say about a band I didn't like at all. Uh, then I had to, what's the name of the band? What's the I'm, name? Not, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to tell you the name of the band. <laughs> not going to tell you the name of the band. I, I can't I can't undermine my own work any further on this show. Uh, uh, you know, they, they fucking know, right? <laughs> no, I think they think that they're fucking sick as shit. No, but they know that you don't like it. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. Yeah, I would imagine they, they know that. But I am, uh, I've gotten like scarily convincing uh at writing really nice things about bands that i don't care for and even this even the slightest bit so um so i had to bang that out i had some freelance work to do i had a shit ton of stuff to photograph and uh and list and organize and i'm like currently in the middle of trying to get my entire inventory migrated over to ebay which is like an unbelievably laborious task once you've stocked up like 300 plus pieces of inventory and you have to go through and individually list each one on eBay. So uh, I was working on that today too. So yeah, we've we've both had very long days and it's later than we even normally start recording the show. So. Yeah, I know. I know. We talked about starting early and now we're starting later, but you know what? It's hell week. It's hell week. <laughs> and I imagine too that this is going to be like a, a peek behind the curtain on every level. I mean, you're eating pasta right now. At some point, I'm gonna have to go downstairs and, and make myself some some hot pockets. I'm I've sure. got I've got to carb up for this hell week. You know? Yeah, you, you you do indeed. I uh, I've I've barely eaten anything today, so I'm gonna have to take a, a break at some point. So this is gonna be like a real. This is gonna be like the true demolition raw experience. This is this is gonna be like going to a fest an overbooked right uh, fest. Yeah, except instead of just like you know, 50 bands on two stages over three days and you only give a shit about five of them, right? Hmm. We're going to get like 50 bands and we're just going to listen to one song, right? Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Well, I'm not going to stand around and watch everybody be bored, right? Yeah, yeah. this um, is like, this is like the, this is a, a true all-you-can-eat buffet um, where you want to sample every every single dish that is available to you. 
Um, and because you know that there's no way that you could possibly eat a, a, a helping, uh, a sizable helping of each one, you just get a little, you get one chicken wing, you get one mozzarella stick, you know, you get one taquito. It never fucking works that way, dude. If I go to a, bu- it's, it's going to be, give me 10 of those. I'll get uh, a bunch of these chicken wings. I'll get a bunch of these mo- mozzarella sticks. Forget it. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, taquitos, eh, probably, you know, it never works out that way. Never. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I lament, um, I know this is, this, this is about, you know, punk rock and stuff and hardcore, but I, we do talk about food here and there. Yeah. I, I lament the food that I'll never get to taste. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, not only stuff like variations on things that I know and love. Right. Uh-huh. But also like you know, you know, uh, regional cuisine and, sure. and, and, and cultural cuisine that I'll never get to experience and lost foods. Right. Right. What, what did the forefathers eat? What was George Washington eating when he was thinking about signing the Declaration of Independence that morning? Right. right. Yeah. 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 Lost foods. There are, there are probably a lot of lost foods. Think about the, I know. the, the, the banquet cuisines of ancient Mesopotamia. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? They fucking cook the whole goddamn animal up and shove it with the food that you're supposed to eat, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah, for sure. Vegetables, chicken, um, whatever. Shove it in the big animal. Cook the big animal. We probably won't fuck with that, but let's eat all the stuff that's inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the food not eaten is it will be a will be a, a great regret of mine upon my deathbed. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I also guess I should. I didn't really introduce the show because this is this is uh, of all the places to start. This is probably the worst conceivable one. Typically, the show is that we listen to punk and hardcore music that people send into us. Uh, we organize it into a queue of ten bands per episode. We roll some dice and we get through uh, a handful of them. But uh, not this week. So if you're starting here, don't. Just uh, go back to a different episode. This is this is uh, not a representation of, of what we normal normally do in its purest sense. So I, I think the the only pure sense that like it is a normal representation is when you can hear my clinking food dish, and you can hear my lip smacking, and you can hear just how shockingly low effort and low production this show is. <laughs> Well, I, I, I will say I do a fair amount of production work on the back end that I'm, I'm not trying to besmirch you. I'm just saying, you know, like we're, it's, it's, we're, 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 we're as close as you can get to fly by the seat of your pants and have any modicum of, 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 of like any, any amount of interest in your show whatsoever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably a reasonable assertion. So. We should probably dive into it as soon as possible because we had a fucking long, long night ahead of us. Um, I guess considering the fact that we're not rolling any dice, we don't need to. We don't need to go. Um, nope. You know, we don't need to announce the cue ahead of time. There is no cue. This is just a, a, a never. It's like one of those um, another food restaurant analogy. It's like uh, one of those Japanese sushi places yep. where it's just on a fucking on a. Uh, on like a conveyor belt that just continually moves past you. And we're just sitting at the end of it, you know? Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mouths, mouths agape. So uh, let's just jump right into the, into the first one that we've got. So the first submission of the evening is Lolita Black with uh, In a Dream I Die. It is, I believe, uh, it's an EP that came out in July of last year. And it looks like they had a few things oh. in uh, November 2008 and then uh, one in July of 2012. 
I was just looking at the picture and I was like, is that Bob from Drop Dead? Indeed it is. It sure is. Yeah. So Bob Otis plays in this band. This was sent in by Jay from Cold Brats. Um, he described it as alt mark, alt rock question mark and said uh, he can't say he likes it. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. I can't picture uh, Bob from Drop Drop Dead doing anything other than Drop Dead, and that's partly because I don't know him in any other context, right? Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. So um, we'll see. This it's described as heavy dark rock meets punk and metal. So, I mean, that doesn't feel promising. You know what I'm saying? Like if your if your self description is heavy dark rock with absolutely no sort of self awareness, it's not in jest, and you're like, yeah, we're heavy dark rock. It's not. It, it's not promising. You know? I think. I, Maybe maybe you disagree with this. I think, by and large, if your description uh-huh. relies on a phrase consisting of more than one compound word uh-huh. or two words, right? You got yeah. two two word limit. Three words? No, that's too much. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. You, you don't know what you want, right? Yeah, I think um, that's I think that's broadly true. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll um, see. Yeah, we're let's let's see what. Uh, what we get from some heavy dark rock meets, meets punk and metal. Um, it looks like they've got the first song, which is also the title track queued up to play. So we're uh, going to go with that. So we're going to hear In a Dream I Die off the EP of the same name by the band Lolita Black.
All right, we just heard In a Dream I Die off the EP of the same name by Lolita Black featuring Bob Otis from Drop Dead. Nate, how'd you feel about that? Uh, no, thanks. If I if, nope. if, if if I am watching that, it is only because I'm trying to be polite. Um, <laughs> yes. This is not this is not uh, of my of my concern or interest. Um, this is uh, I'm sure they're having fun playing it, but uh, I don't give a shit. This is uh, this is uh, heavy bar rock. That's exactly oh, yeah. what this is. Yes. Yeah. This is this is uh, bar music strictly. Um, also, I think that there there is kind of like a heavy dark rock meets punk is kind of just um like goth goth rock. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind what of I was thinking too. But <laughs> but see, this didn't have this this wasn't it because there was uh, too much sass in it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there there are some goth rock bands that that uh, walk up to the line with this stuff, especially some of the later era. Later era bands um, from the from the first wave, you know, they sure. kind of pivoted pivoted to more rocky sounds, and some started that way, like Forty Five Grave and shit. Um, but uh, but yeah, this is this is way too far removed from that for me to really classify this as goth. So I guess good on them for for not doing so. I mean, yeah, it has it has elements of things that I like. Okay, I mean, I guess the the best comparison that I could could make the most favorable comparison but it would be a a long stretch for old uh scarlet delgado on vocals is uh you know wendy o williams or something and and oh that is a stretch it's a big stretch but uh but i'm just i was just thinking in in terms of of uh of doing like a dark rock punk tinged project you know uh plasmatics yeah i guess you know what i'm saying this is this is in the lineage of that but uh like i said it's a far cry and it's a far cry and the plasmatics were fucking savages right yeah exactly and this this has so much uh modern modern rock dna in it that it just um it really doesn't work for me on on pretty much any level this sounds like a local opener if like um, Agent Orange is coming through your town. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like for you go to see, you go to see Agent Orange, and it's like, all right, I'll I'll give this a go, and you're like, all right, that's that's good. I'm I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna go outside now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, um, I, I, it's fine. They, they've been doing it for a fucking grip too. Yeah. Um, I mean, their first release was in 2008. Yeah. And then 2012, and then 2020. Uh-huh. So you know, it's uh, it's definitely a labor of love. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. That's one way. That's one way to describe it. Um, yeah, this uh, this isn't good. You know what I mean? It's it's. I mean, it's competent for what it is. But uh, yeah, this is this is strictly strictly bar music. Um, I don't. I don't. I can't imagine literally any other setting in which this music would be played and or enjoyed. So nope. So uh, all right, let's uh, let's keep it moving. No no rolling dice. I'm liking. I'm liking this sort of just unobstructed forward motion. It's kind of catching me off guard. I, 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 when you were talking about Lolita Black, I was expecting. I, I even though you said you weren't going to do the lineup, I was like, okay, what's the next band? And right. And you said, well, let's get into it. I'm like, well, shit. All right. That's All right. right. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're just, we're just moving, man. We're uh, okay. So, the next, the next mission is a band called Occultocrati. Uh, the release is called La Ilden Lise or La Ilden Lice or Lise. They're from Norway. I don't fucking know. Um, the, this was submitted by somebody that I, I know in passing, I don't know them well, I've met them once, um, who 
wished to retract his submission. Oh, um, he felt he felt shame after this. He felt he well, no, he felt trepidation. Um, and I I kind of hit him back. He he hit me with a, a a fairly strongly worded email because like initially he was like, hey, uh, heard this band from Norway. They're kind of doing you know Venom, Motorhead, sort of like disc rocker you know, uh, crossover metal stuff, DB informed metal stuff. It's real sick. And then the next email that I got from him was like, Hey, please remove my email <laughs> submission from consideration. Uh, occult karate is actually a band that does not deserve to be he- heard by human ears and is actually filth and trash. So I was just like, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So like, what? Like, I don't understand what, like, I'm I'm I, I'm guessing that this is a younger person, right? Uh, not as young as you might think. Um, but but like, so, but like yo yo, just have fun with it, right? I mean, it's well, not like we're gonna think you're gay or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, uh, you lame ass fucking nerd. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Like, well, you know. But that that wasn't the angle. So I I was my curiosity is peaked. I rarely respond to emails because we get so many of them, and I I tend to prefer to just uh, address anything that's said in the email directly on the show. Uh, but for this one, I was like, hey man, can I ask like why why the hard pivot you know what i mean yeah and he was like yeah and and basically went on to detail this this very in-depth scenario and yo if you're listening to this which i think you are i'm not i'm not dogging on you at all i'm just gonna i'm gonna use this not i'm I'm not gonna deign to use this as a teachable moment but i'm just gonna insert some of my perspective into the situation here so he, he sent kind of like this very lengthy email about um how he he got the feeling i think that they might have like right wing leanings or oh, something perfect. but but then like in the same email went on to detail the fact that like all the research that he's done seems to indicate that that's not the case at all and that in fact they're like vocally anti fascist and like yeah. anti racist and what a like bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. A real, a real loss of potential great content for the show. But um, it, it was really strange. It was like, but he he remained resolute on his position because I guess they maybe flirted with some sketchy imagery or something. I don't know. It was it maybe. was it was kind of disjointed. But like, I will just say, like, it, in that email, like I said, he acknowledged that like this band openly. Uh, decried any sort of associations and also like has lyrics that are kind of explicitly left-leaning in nature and like is very openly left-leaning in nature but still wanted to distance himself from it just for fear of like I don't know if it's fear of like social association or what but as much as I understand that there are people of a certain persuasion who like to vet the things that they listen to that's not who I am but like I understand there are some people there has to be a reasonable line here. And I'm not going to go on like a long rant about this. And I don't want to get too off track this early in the show, but like you can't, I'm just, I don't think you realize how untenable that philosophy is and how much, how much, how minuscule the application of that philosophy is practically, because with the level of shit that you consume, if you're watching movies, if you're watching television shows, yeah. whatever, the amount of people involved in the production of even a small scale movie is so immense. There's no possible way that you can vet 
the the political leanings or the philosophical underpinnings of of every person who wrote that script or who was the fucking gaffer or the fucking second assistant director or whatever like it's right. just it's just a philosophy that falls apart under even the most basic scrutiny so like hey, hey steve steve mnuchin right uh-huh the 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 uh the uh fucking he's part of the tr- member of the fucking trump cabinet right sure movie producer right right movie producer he's, he's produced uh the lego batman movie that's sure. a popular movie lots of people like that right right uh mad max free rogue yeah that's a good fucking movie for right? sure a great movie there you go right he's all about making money um yeah. the, the original lego movie so you know what? And 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 uh, you're right. You can't you can't dissect it enough. And it, I think that there was a point where I probably gave a little bit more of a shit. I'm not gonna listen to that fucking man because you know, they say bad words or something. You know what I mean? But like, yo, okay, fine. I went. I may not buy a band sure. that uh, you know I know is uh, espousing some shady shit, right? Right. But I sure as shit I'm gonna listen to those early screwdriver records. <laughs> right, yeah, for sure. Because right? they're fucking good. <laughs> yeah, and they're sorry. really good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm not giving this dead man any money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like I ain't gonna I ain't gonna tell you that all screwed up ain't a good fucking record. <laughs> right. And like I guess just what is uh, how 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 far does this sphere I guess it just it collapses. It collapses under the most basic philosophical scrutiny because it's it's not a position that applies beyond just the 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 smallest possible sphere of influence. It's it's just not applicable bro- broadly, and and anything that falls apart at scale is not worth your time. So like yes, if you're if you're openly distancing yourselves from bands that are clearly on their face racist or sexist or whatever that's fine like that's totally your prerogative but to like search between the lines for potential wrongdoings Mm. and then try to like publicly distance yourself from like a submission to a shitty b-tier hardcore and punk podcast it's just you're putting too much thought into it man i just want you to live a better life that's all that's all i'm saying not only that but like just flip it around, right? Because think of the think of the fucking like lanes that puts on your own thought and behavior. Like you were then submitting yourself to that same sort of uh, uh, that that same sort of like level of scrutiny, right? right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, fine, do whatever you want. You know, I mean, if you have a problem because you know a bass player that played, you know in a band 20 years ago said some shitty shit and let's face it i bet you i bet you your favorite hardcore dudes from the 80s and 90s probably say a lot of shitty shit um i bet you, you know, if you hung out with us for one day you wouldn't listen to our podcast anymore <laughs> i'm surprised anybody does to begin with right but like you know they probably say some shitty shit and and like maybe kind of fucking mean it right right um but like you know i don't know you just gotta chill, and, and and you can't you can't like look at things through a, through a microscope at that level without subjecting yourself to you know your own microscopic examination. Right. Yeah. You're, it just gets you fucking nowhere. It makes you fucking miserable. Right. Yes. Listen to all the racist, sexist shit you want. Fuck. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Like it's just what you enjoy, especially in 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 private. It's not a reflection of who you are. It's not a reflection of your personal values and and I think that that idea is a very recent development in our culture and I don't well, think it's one that 
that helps anybody, you know? I don't think it is. I mean, I do remember the 90s. I, um, I mean, and, I mean also, a recent he, development in term. I'm talking more broadly, like of the and, last 40 to 50 years. And here's the thing, too. For a lot of folks, you know, like even for you and I, right? I mean, this shit isn't just music, right. you know? Sure. We've said it time and time again. Like, yes, I think that, you know... <laughs> It's not a personality, right? right? Sure. Yeah. It's not a personality trait. It's, you know, it's about, you know, it's just like I saw a guy walking a, a couple dogs today on my drive home from work that had a beard like down to his fucking belly. And I thought, and it was blowing up in his face because he's walking in the wind. It looked fucking awful, right? But I thought, boy, you know that that beard is just the center of his fucking world. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. He, that's his personality. He's the beard guy, right? Sure. He plays that up, right? That sucks. That's not a personality. Um, you know, wearing a fucking, wearing a fucking t-shirt isn't a personality, but for so many folks, ourselves included, this becomes fashion. This becomes like a cultural, you know, basically like a cultural anchor for us in many ways. And, sure. and, uh, I guess, yeah, I mean, you don't, it shouldn't be the core of your life. It's just something you like. Right. right. You shouldn't take it so goddamn seriously. <laughs> right. Yes, for sure, man. Right. And, sure. and don't and, and, and find it. Yeah. You know, but don't feel bad if you like stuff that shitty people made, because then you, I mean, that's the history of making everything. Right. A- absolutely. Yes. I mean, for fuck's sake, you know, I mean, H.P. Lovecraft, right. notorious fucking racist of the era. Right. Just yeah. like everyone else. <laughs> you know, like, right. like, you know, like everybody's shitty at some level. And at some point in the future, you too will be judged as shitty by future generations. Right. And likely correctly. You know what I mean? Like, right. but, but it's, uh, I just want you to liberate yourself from the, the, uh, the phenomenon of, of, um, scrutinizing your own thoughts for wrong think, man. It right. just, it, all, it won't get you that, anywhere. But, but, pay a bit more fucking attention to what you're submitting to us, right? <laughs> Make sure that you put it through a bit more of a vetting process and that, you know, we're not getting some fucking shady shit on here because you couldn't be bothered to pay attention. <laughs> if, if we get shady shit on here, I want it to be quite on purpose. Dude, I, 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 I it's, it's maybe my favorite thing that happens. It's only happened a couple times, but it's maybe my favorite. Oh, I absolutely love it. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Now, don't send it in as a meme. You know what I'm no, saying? No, but- see, that's the thing. I don't want to get that started. You know, if we start seeing a bunch of racist shit pull up, you know, come on now. Come right. on. Sure. Right? Right. I ain't dealing with that shit. But like, you know, if it's just, oops. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One slips through the cracks, that's, that, 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 that could be a lot of fun. You know, so. A little nervous tug of the collar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. That That's one of my favorite experiences. So, yeah. um, all right. So let's, uh, let's get into it. We can, we can close Gray and Nate's philosophy corner for the day. Um, let's, uh, let's Boy, see. There's the, some long ones on there, buddy. There is. The first well, four minutes, right? Six minutes. <laughs> um, freezing vortex death dreamer is. I I, I feel like Thelemic threat uh-huh. in its shortness is uh, because it's it's in contrast to all the other tracks. Just like dying grass moon is longer than every other track. Yeah, probably that's the opener and the ender. They might be a little different, sure, substantially from the rest. But freezing vortex death dreamer is sort of right there at the nice comfortable four oh two mark. Yeah, the song they have queued up to play, though, is the third song right before it, Loathe Forever, which is 438. Just as good. Okay, so uh, we're going to hear Loathe Forever by Occult Karate off, an, off of an LP that uh, I will not embarrass myself by trying probably to pronounce Probably some racist again. shit. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Here we go.
All right, we just heard the song Loathe Forever by the band Occultocrati off of a record I'm not going to try to pronounce. Nate, what would you think about that? So in my experience with bands, bands that I've been in, mm-hmm. when we're in the process of writing a song, we generally always err on the side of brevity. Sure. Um, that's that's the point of the, you know, the bands that I've been in and the music that, you know, those bands played. Right. We generally, you know, we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll do this again, then we'll do that, we're out, right? Yeah. Out, right? Sure. Um, I, I Some bands don't do that. Um, this band decided that we should hear the same song twice in a row. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Before um, they went out and like with the last 20 seconds and did something a little more, uh, I guess, uh, mood setting toward the end. Right. Um. Musically, it was fine. I'd have been much more interested in this song if it were a minute 45 or, you know, top top out of two minutes. I didn't feel like it ripped as much as I would have liked it to rip. It felt very uh, middle of the road to me. Um. So I, I so I definitely concur about them playing the the second or the the same song twice in a row, essentially, which is a, a phenomenon that I've observed in um, a lot of forms of music. Metal is uh, particularly guilty of it, where they just play all the parts, like, uh, and then they just play all the parts again for a reason that that kind of escapes me. Right. Um, like I, I truly, this isn't just me being sort of like pedantic and 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 incredibly particular about my taste here like i like truly functionally don't understand uh the necessity of of repeating the entire song again once you've already put all of the ideas to tape like i don't understand what practical function it serves so um when this song hit about the 238 mark, I was happy with it. I was like, all right, cool. That song was pretty good. Like, yes, it could have ripped a little bit harder, but I was pleased at the more uh, overt black metal influence sure. in this. That there's that was way more uh, present than I was expecting. And I thought that the little, um, the little stabs of atmospheric guitar here and there actually functioned very well. With yep. this uh, overall, the the sort of reverb coded production I think worked well, and it interested me enough to to want to check out more songs by this band. But uh, but yeah, the second half of the song, um, I was just sort of on the edge of my seat, waiting for them to do anything different, um, and it just sort of never came until, like you pointed out, that sort of twenty second coda at the end there um, that didn't that didn't do much to uh, to flesh out the ideas that were already presented anyway. So. Yeah, you know, save save the overlong nature of this. I liked it quite a bit, um, and uh, evidently, it's also not racist, so that's a great bonus yep. too. There you go, and it's on Southern Lord, so yeah. some people must like it. Some important people must like it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I thought it was fine. It's just whatever. I mean, I'm certainly not going to check out the rest, and I'm certainly not going to fucking buy it if they happen to be on uh, a, a show that I was going to go see. Fine, fair enough, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I think uh, I think if I I think I'm interested enough to check out more of this record for sure. But uh, if after a couple songs I find that they are sticking with the same formula, um, I, I I probably wouldn't I probably wouldn't stick it out for nine whole tracks. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So thanks to our anonymous submitter for that, and uh, you know I hope you learned a little bit something. <laughs> I hope you I hope you learned a little something from uh, two grown men who do a podcast about punk. Um, okay, okay, okay. The next band, Feculent, right? Yes, Feculent. So this is uh, this is Feculent with the Grotesque Arena. This is a band from Brisbane, Australia. It was sent in by Lewis F., uh, who said uh, simply, that's it, I'm moving to Australia. 
Um, so evidently Lewis really likes what he heard. Well, um, I'm going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I've never heard this band. There's tape on Caligari. Um, um, and, uh, all I know is I'm looking at the band picture. Yeah. And I want this to be the fucking scummiest, gnarliest fucking death metal, right? As do I. Yes. That's what I want. I don't I don't want any any mixing of of flavor or genre. I want this to be only the fucking stinkiest of fucking death metal. <laughs> yes. Just looking at the picture of the band, right? I do not want to hear your musicianship. I do not want to hear you incorporate, you know, other elements of other styles of extreme metal. I want this to be absolute fucking pure high grade death metal and if it's not i will be depending on how much mixing there is disappointed yes for sure i agree with that entirely so looks like they have the uh, second song queued up to play so we're gonna listen to host consumed by the band feculent off of their record the grotesque arena just heard the song host consumed by the band feculent off of their ep the grotesque arena um i personally feel like i got out of that exactly what i wanted to what about you yeah i felt pretty good about that um i immediately was thinking about like you know swamped in gore broken hope like 
I, I, I listened to that record a lot last week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of took me there, but it didn't have like that, you know, characteristic fucking 30 year old fucking <laughs> production. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, that was pretty good. It was, at times it was a little, um, um, a little quirkier than I hoped it would be. Um, with just like, I don't know, the, 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 the bounciness of the picking, I guess. Yeah, sure. Um, but, um, yeah, that was pretty good. I like that. Yeah, I liked that. I liked that a whole lot, actually. I uh, I think predictably for anybody who knows my taste in death metal, uh, loved yeah. that. No, That's I, enough for me to check out the rest of it for sure. For sure, yeah. They they really didn't fuck around too much. Nope. Um, they didn't. They also didn't. Uh, I was I was hoping and praying that they didn't tack on like a an obligatory slam riff um, yeah see that's what i was that's what i was expecting with with just like i said like some of the picking and stuff i was like oh yeah. it's coming please don't put that in there and they didn't yep um the song lengths are on fucking point for sure yep right yep um keep it fucking moving right get in fucking kill everyone get out yeah agreed yeah so so i think i think that in and of itself because that's a song that easily could have been brought down a couple notches by just a, a gratuitous slam riff and uh they didn't they did not yield to what i'm sure was a desire nagging deep in their hearts to, to do it and i think it's it's uh i've i've mentioned it before but it's sort of like a a telltale sign of uh of hardcore kids kind of uh on tour as death metal death metal dudes you know what i'm saying like they're yeah, just they're yeah. pa- they're passing through this season um you know the the sort of obligatory gratuitous slam is is really a dead giveaway it's like okay you're not you're not uh you're not dyed in the wool long hairs here um yeah that was really really solid i liked that a lot it was uh it was tasteful there was uh there was particularly tasteful use of what uh uh, my my friends and myself in in the black metal band that I play in like to call the arch goat blast beat, which is when uh, instead of on normal blast when you're alternating the kick and snare drum, so you're getting a ticka 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 ticka, you're uh, hitting the bass the the kick drum and the snare at the same time, so you just get the effect of kunk 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 kunk, kunk um, yeah. which is a uh, a technique used by arch goat quite a lot. So we always just characterize it as that. Um, it's something that can sound really stupid and false if employed uh in the wrong way but here it was used to great effect and i always like hearing it when it's done well and uh and tastefully this is also i should note mastered by arthur risk of uh, eternal champion i'm starting to see his name on more and more uh death metal and thrash metal and metal of all stripes um records as a as an engineer or and or mixer or masterer i i'm starting to think that maybe arthur risk is like the metal analog to willie killy an up-and-comer huh yeah i think so man i think i think willie killy should uh watch out and make sure that arthur's not coming for his crown because what if he decides to cross over a little bit more you know what i'm saying he's a dude who comes from hardcore so it's like it's certainly water's not unfamiliar to him so i'm just saying wilk wilk better uh wilk better guard the crown that's all i'm saying yeah um so yeah that was super solid thanks to lewis for sending that in definitely going to check out the rest of this ep and uh definitely going to co- uh, cop a uh, cassette on uh, Caligari when this comes out, if it's not already out and sold out, which it yeah, because it looks it, like yeah, this yeah, because yeah, it looks like this released initially in March, so it it very very possibly could already be long gone on Caligari, but uh, I'm gonna check and, and probably pick up a copy if it isn't. So, um, all right, so next up we have got the band. I don't know how to pronounce this. 
Editrix, 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 E-D-I-T-R-I-X, with the record Tell Me I'm Bad on Exploding in Sound Records out of Brooklyn. This was sent in by Ben Lynn, who plays in the uh, phenomenal band Tortured Skull out of Massachusetts. Um, he said that uh, he uh, he expects this to be to our taste, and uh, I I think uh, I think Ben is is a man of of great taste in my experience with him. Uh, so uh, so let's jump into it. It looks like they have got the first song, which is also the eponymous track, queued up to play. Um, but I think that Ben. I think Ben may have actually suggested a, a different song, but I don't have the the email pulled up, so we'll just go with that one. So we're gonna listen to "Tell Me I'm Bad" off of the LP of the same name by the band Editrix or Editrix or some other name that I can't pronounce. Okay, so we just heard the song Tell Me I'm Bad off of the LP of the same name by the band Editrix or Editrix. I have no idea how to pronounce that. It's uh, The name does not roll off the tongue. Um, no, it sure doesn't. It sounds like, uh, it, honestly, it sounds like a fucking tech death band. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. I, oh, so so I just looked up the word. Uh-huh. It's, it's, you know, like a female editor. Oh, okay. Oh, like an Editrix. Yes. Ah, an editrix. Okay. Now, now it all comes together. Now I see. Um, Dominetrix. Yeah, I'm. I'm a dominetrix. 
<laughs> um, so uh, I'll I'll just I'll 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 speak on this first just because I got I got thoughts up top. They're right right in the front of my head, just waiting to escape. Um, so first of all, I actually really really liked that, but it kind of wasn't what I was expecting at all. Um, just because yeah, sure, I, I saw the post punk tags down there. Um, just from the presentation of it, I assumed that was probably what we were getting anyway. But uh, it's it's certainly its own unique brand of of post punk like mm. this is not sort of the the reverb drenched uh bass heavy plotting post punk that is kind of in vogue at this moment um this is instead like you get stabbing mathy guitars playing weird diminished scale arpeggios and there's a lot of atonality and and dissonance going on here used to to really great effect i especially thought the more sort of atmospheric mellow parts on this were incredibly reminiscent of a of a band who i fucking love who doesn't get enough play or or discussion which is uh um a band called this heat which is um a british post-punk band from the early 80s who was just um Kind, I, I would say ahead of their time, but just sort of a band out of time entirely. Uh, you can mm-hmm. you can listen to them and think that they released, uh, you know, that they were releasing music last week, or if I told you they were releasing music in 1981, you would believe that too. Um, and there are not a ba- a lot of bands that I don't think even attempt to emulate them, just because they are uh, sort of an inimitable act. But this is uh, th- th- a couple parts on this got as close as I've heard pretty much any band get. And I'm not sure if that was intentional or not, or just a, a sort of a happy accident, a pleasant side effect of, of what they were doing. Um, because this he is an incredibly dissonant band who uses a lot of sort of driving atypical percussive elements, which were at play here too. I thought the drummer was was uh, working their ass off, uh, definitely, definitely earning their cut of the royalty check. Um, they didn't repeat pretty much any parts to my knowledge yep. they just kind of they just kind of kept it moving from part to part but it also didn't feel it somehow felt cohesive it didn't feel like part salad it felt like uh uh not to ascribe too much weight here but like it felt like movements in in a classical piece in the sense that even if they return to certain motifs it's it's always just sort of variations on a theme that keep the piece moving forward so there's like a sense of kind of momentum and mm-hmm. uh, i thought that was achieved to, to really great effect here um so i was given sort of simultaneously nothing that i really expected but uh, a whole lot of things that i really really enjoyed and uh definitely going to check out the rest of that lp asap yeah i i so so i like music a lot of times that i have no real business trying to like evaluate. Sure. I mean, I, I feel like I can evaluate a hardcore band cause you know, come on. Right. Right. It's, uh, you know, stupid. Right? <laughs> yeah. By and large. Right. Sure. Fair enough. It's, that's why it's the fucking best. Right. Right. Um, and, uh, when you start getting into like folks actually playing around with the concept of music and something like this, you know, sure. almost, almost, um, I guess Zappa esque. Right. Right. Um, you know, I like it for what it is. I like the sound of it. I have no real way to no language to like talk about the actual quality of it. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I generally speaking, like very disjunct angular stuff that, Mm -hmm. um, as long as it's of a certain ilk, if it's, if it's whiny disjunct angular stuff, no. (laughs) Right. Yeah, for sure. And that is a hard fucking no. Right. Yeah. But if it's just sort of weird, quirky, odd shit, I'm usually down with it. 
Um, even even like the more deconstructed and the more odd it is, probably usually the more I like it. Right. Um, so I really like this uh, for that reason. Um, I thought the uh, I thought I thought all, all elements went really well. Vocalist sounded really good over it. Um, yeah. Um, it just scratches an itch for me. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to buy it right now, but I'm going to keep it uh, on the back burner because, uh, you know, I got to uh, be a little frugal for the moment, but uh, it's definitely going in the uh, save folder. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, uh, I like, I, I, I'm, I'm going on, on vacation in like a week and a half and then I'm moving like a month after that. So I'm, I'm trying to not spend too much. I did pick up that, uh, that flu seven inch that we heard on the, uh, on the last episode oh, yeah. much as, as soon as I heard it and a couple other things. And I just saw today too, that discord is, uh, releasing a, uh, a box set, I think of like their first, I think it's like the first five or like seven or something seven inches it's like teen idols soa uh like two minor threat seven inches and there's something else in there i think it's five uh but the box set's only like 50 bucks which is not bad because i'm sure it's going to be like cool and come with i think it comes with like booklets that are like totally recreated from the initial liner notes and stuff that's pretty cool it's pretty sick uh and so i'm kind of expecting that i'm going to purchase that at some point in the next couple days as well so um because it's a pre-order so i I don't want to miss out on it while it still exists but this yeah this will also go in my uh in my bookmark folder and uh if I make a bit, I did just sell three things on Depop as we speak. I just made like a hundred dollars sale. So, you know, Oh, well, fucking spend that money. Yeah. Maybe, maybe what are you I'll... making it for if you're not going to spend it, you <laughs> fucking fool. <laughs> right. Exactly. So right? I just saw Elon Musk bought a $500 million yacht. That's so big. It comes with its own smaller yacht. Oh, wow. So, so shit. I mean, if Elon Musk can do that, then surely I can spend 15 spend plus that, shipping. Spend that fucking money. Right. Yeah. You're right. Okay, cool. Well, if I like at least one more track, that I hear on this Editrix record, um, I'll, I'll pull the trigger and, and pick up hey, a copy. I may not have as much money as Elon Musk, or Je- it was Jeff Bezos. Oh, I may okay. not have as much money as Jeff Bezos, but I got some. Yeah, for sure. Yo, what the fuck? What is that noise? I don't know. Oh. Is that on you? Oh, yeah, it is on me. It's my, my for some reason, my podcast on my phone just started playing, and it was at the end of Andro- an episode of Androids and, and Aliens. And what is it? What was the name of it? It was at the end of an episode of Androids and Aliens. What podcast is that? You know what you know what podcast it is. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Androids and Aliens. All right. All right. <laughs> I was just having some trouble getting it out. Um, so, uh, all right, cool. Let's uh, let's let's keep it moving because uh, miraculously, we are only <laughs> we are one hour in and we have four bands done. I think that at some point we're just going to go good, not good. <laughs> good not good <laughs> yeah probably but uh let's let's keep it moving we for as long-winded as as we are this is like the worst possible format that we could ever endeavor to like tackle so indeed um all right so next up we have a submission from matt flynn uh matt also sent in uh the illiterates but we already got them in the queue and uh determined that they were fucking sick uh so this submission is a band called tupperware the band camp is uh you can find this at the deluxe deluxe bias band camp uh, mm-hmm. which is the label that's putting this out um he he just described it as uh as good old hardcore punk which it certainly looks like it's gonna be and the fact that it's on uh, deluxe bias 
reinforces that statement. Yeah, yeah. I, I that sex crime shit that's on deluxe bias, uh, deluxe bias is fucking awesome. Yes. Um, I've got a couple things off this label. I think I've heard this, but I'm not sure. That artwork is uh, incredibly stupid. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely. I I know I've seen this advertised on like Harakiri. Diaz YouTube channel or something, you know what I'm saying? I've seen right. this in the uh, in the the under in the normal channels. Um, well, it's all sold out, so no no wasting our money here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, all the songs are a minute long. Uh, they got the first song queued up to play. If we like it enough, I guess we could just listen to the next one too. No, we um, got a lot of songs to get through. Uh, this is it. That's true. That's a good point. So we are going to listen to "Drive the Car" by Tupperware off of their tape "American Underbelly." <laughs> heard the song drive the car by the band tupperware off of what i presume is their demo american underbelly and uh that was indeed really good straight ahead quirky frenetic hardcore punk of the variety that uh, i pretty much always love we are total sucking total suckers for right um this is uh perfectly stupid fun summertime basement hardcore that riff that cam comes in at like 20 seconds is catchy as shit yeah man um so yeah that was fun that was enjoyable of course we like that right. next yeah for sure i was i was just about to say the same thing if we for submissions like this it's i think it's going to be ironic unless it's like i guess you know the stuff like we just heard with edit tricks uh that's like i guess more cerebral for lack of a, of a better way to phrase it you know for shit like this the more of this we get the faster it will go because we can just say yes predictably we like this a lot it's ripping fun hardcore punk what's not to like Go buy it when you can. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. So. The, the only thing, the only thing is, if it were racist, then we wouldn't have to talk about it. And how, how fucking much fun would it be to have a band that was racist that sounded like that? Yo, and so I, I was just about to say. Now that would be a fun twist, where it's like we get something we really fucking like, and then we're like, wait, what did that fucking lyric just say? Exactly. <laughs> oh boy, we can have some fun with that. Uh, but. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. That's bad. <laughs> yo, yo, real quick. Have you ever, I just heard about this like two days ago, but do you know about Eric Clapton's like racist rant he went on in like 1975? doesn't surprise me. I'm sure that that was the only one that was recorded. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it was actually, it wasn't recorded. It just, it just so happened that like somebody who worked for sounds was there to review the show as very, as well as like various other, like, uh, like London area music journalists. So they all sort of simultaneously were like, well, here, here's what the wild shit Eric Clapton said last night. And it's like, Dude, it's not just like a little bit racist. It's like full on throwing out like lots of slurs and being like, we got to get them out. 
we got to get him out of here. Oh, see, now I want to hear that because if you didn't already hate Eric Clapton, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hate him, now, right? <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. he's, he's cashing in on his dead son. He made millions off the fucking splattered remains of his dead son, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. If, as if that isn't fucking gut wrenching, right? Right. And then actually having to listen to Eric Clapton should fucking is even more gut wrenching, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you could make the you could make the case that early on, sure, he's a fucking member of important bands. Yeah, it's great, but like. Who gives a fuck after that? Sure. Um, and then now we find out, well, we, we confirm that he's a racist because I, I feel like you could pretty much just pretty much assume you could infer most of your favorite classic rock musicians are of the era, we'll say. Right. I, I found it. I found this out because like he did a collaborative song kind of recently with uh, Van Morrison. Who oh, I, so I don't know if Van Morrison raises, but that wouldn't surprise me at all because apparently he is a motherfucker. Yeah, well, so Van has been releasing like a bunch of a bunch of records and songs about like how like uh, COVID COVID restrictions are like uh, akin to to Nazi like fascist oppression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you get him, man. You tell him. <laughs> it's like really sick. He has a song called "Why Are You on Facebook," and it's like all about how Facebook is. Like, <laughs> I fucking love it. I, I like at some point it happens to us all. It gets the best of us, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Man. At some point it gets the best of us, and we're just fucking grannies and grandpas that can't understand these newfangled things, <laughs> like the fifteen or sixteen year old Facebook web page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Van Van's been coming out with a lot of fucking hot takes in the forms of, form of songs about the tyrannical world governments taking over. Um, into it i'm into it that almost makes me like van morrison even more right <laughs> yeah for sure um so uh all right let's uh let's keep it moving so the next thing dude, that we have dude, is dude this next thing <laughs> yeah dude i'm, I'm kind of psyched about this so the name of the band is hate monday yeah so which which makes me think it think it's a, a garfield themed i don't think it is <laughs> so this is a band called hate monday from bangkok thailand so i guess you know i can forgive the name that is uh is is a, a little bit awkward in English. Hey, Mondays might be really shitty in Thailand. We don't know. Hey, brother, they're shitty everywhere. Um, yeah. So this is a stout submission. Um, it looks dumb as shit for sure. Dude, um, they have two songs. One of them is a minute nineteen intro. Yes. Yep. For sure. Bangkok hate core. Um, yeah. So so you know I'm 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 expecting with like the graffiti font and uh, all that type of shit, you know, and the bucket hats and <laughs> uh, the never-ending game shirt. You know, this is going to be some beatdown. But but sometimes graffiti beatdown really just hits a sweet spot for me. It's rare. Well, it's rare, but sometimes it does. So maybe sometimes this is when it's say. taken through like an, like the lens of, uh, you know, like another country, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. The lens of another culture. It, it, it can, it can work. Like we've talked about like, you know, if it were Japanese. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. There's some Japanese beatdown stuff that I love. Numb, doggy hood, sand, all that shit is <laughs> absolutely incredible. So, um, so let's jump into it. So we're going to listen to, obviously we'll skip the intro. We're going to listen to the song Apocalypse by Hate Monday off of their Red Room EP.
So, all right, go. All right, I'm good. <laughs> okay, so we just listened to. song apocalypse <clears throat> by the band hate monday from bangkok <laughs> thailand um, um i got a lot of thoughts on it <laughs> yeah go ahead dude okay so obviously that sucked right for sure yeah um but i will say that it is a fresh take on beatdown it's just, it sure is man it um, sure is for those of you that couldn't understand him the first verse is talking about destruction and disaster, the tragedy, the end of the world. It will destroy everything. It's the apocalypse. Right. Um, <laughs> talks about how no one's ever going to go to heaven, right? Nobody. Right. Not even one person. Nobody's going to heaven from this, right? Yeah. Let me read to you the last verse. Okay. <laughs> Before it is time for the apocalypse, 
I will be with you in the last time. Before it is time for the apocalypse, I want a cream pie in your cunt. <laughs> and then they say, in your cunt, four times. And then he says, again and again and again and again, three times. Yeah, he sure does. So <laughs> I'm, I applaud the, uh, the, you know, I applaud the new take on, uh, on Beatdown. That's not a sentiment that you, I, I'm not terribly familiar with Beatdown, but I generally don't see a lot of talk about cream pies. <laughs> No, no, dude. Right. I mean, I, I would, I would venture a guess that, like, I mean, okay, this is, you know, <clears throat> this barely sort of meets the 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 broadest possible criteria to to be classified as hardcore. But for the sake of the, for the sake of the discussion, I would say a strong argue, argument could be made that uh, for the fact that th- this was likely one of the first and only times that the actual word cream pie in this context was used in a hardcore song, period. I, I would agree with that. So uh, there's a couple things about these lyrics, right? Number one, it doesn't make any sense. He can't cream pie in the cunt again and again and again and again. He's got maybe once because you, it's the I, apocalypse. Well, okay. I was going to say, you don't know about what the, what sort of refractory period this man is working with. He might be a fucking cream engine. I mean, you know? It says apocalypse now. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, sure. I'm guessing that you. this is it. Now yeah. or never, right? Because right, you're yeah. not going to get to do it again and again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, sure. Number two. This is a product. Uh, this is a product of pure modernity. This could not exist 15, 20 years ago. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This, you know, obviously the idea of beatdown coming out of Bangkok, Thailand, right? Sure. I, you know, hardcore spread across the world. You know what I mean, and all that sort of thing. But like, this is ba- this this is, and without without like, uh, this isn't a knock on it being from Thailand, but the, the lyrics. This this look this sounds like an AI's interpretation of what like modern American culture is like. Totally, and like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like like heavy heavy aggressive macho things and heavy aggressive <laughs> macho music. Right? right, everything's horrible. Everything's gonna die, and then lots of porn. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Right? It's it's like they just gave like an AI a sampling of the internet, and it was like destruction, cream pies, cunts, you know. And and then that was that. That's what you got. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And, and so, you know, we, we talked about this. You kind of touched on this real briefly in, in one of the Patreon episodes that we did recently. But like there's it, this has always been an interesting phenomenon to me and, and a pretty fascinating one. And and one of the reasons that that shit like Japanese beatdown is is interesting to me in a way that like Western beatdown isn't, is that like so much of this stuff is like hyper western in origin and and context so so like the music the style and and all of these sort of cultural filters that it has to go through to then sort of be like reinterpreted by somebody listening to this in bangkok and then trying to sort of like reassemble it from the ground up yields a product that is like a weird facsimile of what you started with yeah and 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 that at least makes it more enjoyable, if not better. Right? For, for sure, yeah. It might not be better, but for me, it's more enjoyable. For sure, and like, and and not to imply that that Thailand doesn't have like serious like gang culture and shit because it, it super does, but like specifically like Western like gang and like street and graffiti culture is is a thing that evolved here under hyper specific sort of 
cultural circumstances. So to see it like reinterpreted and, and spun out in, in like varying ways throughout other cultures is always something that I find just like uh, sociologically fascinating, I guess. Um, so, uh, so there's some, there's some element of, of that at play here. And then just like the, the, pure humor of I want a cream pie in your cunt again and again and, and again. honestly not only that but like the 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 way that this I'm I'm sure that listeners of the show the last words that they would expect me to say or even indeed want to hear me say are I want a cream pie in your cunt <laughs> yeah for sure yeah look look what we gave to the world and then the world gave back to us <laughs> indeed man indeed so um i also just want to shout out the the fact that it appears that in the background picture of this what i can only assume is a a member of the band is wearing a shirt that just says legalized 420 (laughs) yeah i know it's 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 just like like i said it's just it's it's like what's what's the fucking it's just picking up on i guess the most overt um aspects of the culture right yeah yeah for sure um, um, i also want to point out that this is a seven dollar digital album for two songs <laughs> yeah fuck yeah dude not a single person has supported this <laughs> no not one <laughs> um also i think it's it's a uh it's a bit of a stretch to call this an ep you know what i mean i think it's a bit of a stretch to call this much of anything but <laughs> yeah for sure it's, it's good for a laugh right most, thank you for that most definitely so thank you to stout for submitting this i'm sure that you anticipated you know, some degree of, of, of this, this type of reaction. So, um, all right, let's, uh, let's keep it moving. So next up is, uh, another submission by Jay from cold brats. I'm just going purely in chronological order with this stuff and in the order that we receive the emails. So shit, you know, if I, if I got three submissions in a row from the same person, that's, that's how we'd listen well, to him. It's also because he's in a cool band that we like. Right. right yeah. And of course, and, and if you're and, you know, and, a good personal friend of ours, or if you're in a cool band that we like, right you're probably going to get on the show that's that's exactly right so uh this is the band megaton sword with uh Niralette. um the band camp is megatonsword.bandcamp.com this is a band from from winterthur switzerland which believe it or not i've actually been to it's uh <clears throat> incredibly scenic beautiful seems like a wonderful place um dude the name of this fucking song um which uh which track are you? oh oh the one, first one yeah man yeah volva of the nightfall <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. and there are lyrics so uh so jay jay already suggested we listen to that one he said not because it's the best per se but because you know <laughs> so Dude, the sword the, the sword that that guy is holding is longer than he is yes tall. jay also pointed that out this so so i be, i believe jay said that's the vocalist um he appears to just be a little guy um, I mean, none of them appear to be um, worthy of wielding such a fine weapon. <laughs> no, but he is—he is holding a sword that is no exaggeration um, larger than he is, which is fucking sick. And he's one hand in it too. Sure. So he must be a strong little boy. Um, let's uh, let's just jump into it. I'm interested to see what this yields, and I'm very happy that Volvo of the Nightfall has lyrics accompanying it. So we're going to hear Volvo of the Nightfall by the band Megaton Sword off of their record Nerolet. (laughs) 
All right, we just heard. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. nah. <laughs> All right, we just heard the song Volvo. <laughs> we just heard the song Volvo of the Nightfall by the band Megaton Sword off of their LP Nerolet. Um, man, a lot, <laughs> a lot to unpack there. Uh, I, I personally think this fucking ruled. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Every the 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 the, the aesthetic of it is beautiful, perfect. <laughs> yes, yes. They are all in. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And this is timely because we just got a good tongue lashing for not liking Man of War. Right, and, and and we don't we don't need to talk about that any more than we 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 you know, than this. Right, sure. we're just saying we got a tongue lashing for not liking Man of War. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't listened to Man of War in, in fucking 15 years. Yeah. I never gave a fuck about that band. By and large, like power metal, by and large, slipped totally off my fucking radar. You know what I mean? Yeah. For 20 years. Sure. Um, with with few exceptions. Like, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's power metal, but you know, like Diamond Head and then Miller Road and stuff like that. Sure. Um, so but by and large, I don't follow it that much. I think because for a minute there too, it got really, um, I don't know, from my perspective, especially with like a band like Dragon Force, mm-hmm. it got real fucking soft. Yeah, it got it got super so- soft and it became sort of like, it became sort of like the gimmick metal genre du jour for like normies to just sort of like get into and be like, look at this quirky thing I'm into and say like, oh yeah, like I'm actually really into like power metal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It served the same position as other like supremely gay shit, like fucking Viking metal and pirate metal. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, dude, yeah, don't, don't, yeah. What, what is it? Swashbuckle? Yeah, all, all, or and yeah, and like ale storm and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the the stuff that is like it is purely designed to be consumed by like tourists and non adherents. Right. Right. And, and the, and there was a, a large swath of power metal that, that occupied that, that space. But yeah, I think, I think it is, it's uh, relevant that you bring that up just because I think um, compared to eternal champion, this is actually a much more one-to-one sort of comparison to make to, to man of war. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and so maybe, I don't know, maybe I should go back and listen to Man of War. All I know is every time I've listened to him, I've always thought, eh, you know? Sure. Um, but this is fucking spot on. And if we uh, if we liked Eternal Champion this week, if you like, I mean, last week, if you like Eternal Champion, you cannot not like this. I would dare say that these guys come with more fucking energy. Um, I mean, certain as they certainly come with more sort of uh, like overall commitment to the lifestyle. You know uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. There's so so. Let's let's check out these lyrics real quick. Um, Nay, they kill. Oh, they kill. They kill with dicks of steel. Yes, right. Yeah. Gray fog heralds their approach. They raise dust, dragging along melon like. <laughs> yes, that was the line that really got me, man. Right? I mean, come on. Now, now you know from the picture they're trying. You know, these guys are these guys are. Uh, um, I, I I guess what you could say is icons of Teutonic like Teutonic might. Right? <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. Um, and you know that they're having a ton of fucking fun with this, but they got poker faces on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. That those lyrics fucking rule. The artwork fucking rules. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. I'm all in on this right now. Um, this was really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, the the song had a good tempo to it. It just made me want to fucking stomp and crush. Yes. 
um, and drag my melon-like balls <laughs> through the dust. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? I, I'm not afraid to say it. I, I got some pretty melon-like balls. I have a really unimpressive penis, but I got a couple of big free-range jumbos hanging between my legs. And I'll, I'll tell you, um, dragging them through the dust on the way to battle sounds way cooler than what I normally do, which is just kind of like sit on them and have them get in my way constantly. You just get them squished, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They serve no sort of functional purpose, uh, at least to, to my ends, because I don't want to impregnate anybody, and I got plenty of testosterone running through my through my uh, through my body enough so that it made my fucking hair fall out and gave me rage issues for much well, of my young life. So also also um, your grandfather's genetics passed on to you through your mother on the X chromosome gave you male pattern balls. Well, yes, certainly yes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no this uh, this this definitely scratched uh, scratched a power metal itch for me. Um, I'm I'm in the same boat as you now, where it's like I I already admitted that uh, I I have more fondness for Man of War than I think that uh, that you do, but I largely admit that they're they're pretty middling in terms of like actual musicality in my in my experience with them. But uh, you know what, I really liked this, and this definitely evoked memories of Man of War for me. So maybe I need to go spend some more time with them. Yeah, you know, and and I want to back up too, so that we don't get yelled at again. I don't think Man of War is false. I just never found them particularly interesting. Right. No, I'm sure they're real as fuck. I just, right. I, yeah, I was just never uh, hyper enamored with uh, with the shtick in the same way that that some of my homies were. Right. Um, but yeah, this uh, this uh, this definitely scratched an itch, man. This was we got two power metal submissions in a row, um, like two back to back, two weeks in a row, and and, uh, and they've had they've had another release since then. Oh yeah, they have, haven't they? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So, man, I don't know. I'm payday's coming up here. Uh, well, in a week and a half. So, if they still had any left, I'll still be around. Yeah, I'm definitely don't post this for like a week. And a half. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm sure nobody will mind. Um, yeah. No. Uh, I'm definitely gonna check out. Uh, I'm gonna check out the rest of both of these records for sure. Dude, the artwork on this on on the newest record. It's very sick. Blood yeah. hail steel steel hails fire. Yeah. Fucking hey, it, man, that's it, what I want to do. Yeah, same. It might be, you know, maybe we're just, we're in the headspace for it too, because we just started a new campaign. You know what I mean? Like, I've been, I've been not only consuming a massive amount of D&D and uh, just general RPG podcasts, but I've, I've been researching the shit out of, uh, out of like various different uh, character builds and like reading a bunch of lore and, you know, I'm reading the Drizzt books. It's just like, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the headspace for this music right now. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's keep it moving. I think we got another, yet another metal band, uh, in the lineup. So this band is steel bearing hand with slay in hell. It was sent in by Zach Honeycutt who says that they're definitely pulling from like, uh, uh, like demolition hammer and, uh, like Sodom and shit like that. But that there are some, uh, other flourishes in here that he found, uh, that he found interesting and, and sort of hit out of left field. Like there was some, some more traditional kind of like old school death metal flair in here. Um, and, uh, said it was quite good. So, uh, he suggested the first song on here, which is also what's queued up to play. So we're going to listen to command of the infernal Exarch by steel bearing hand off of their release slay in hell.
All right, we just heard the, so- the song Command of the Infernal Exarch by Steelbearing Hand off of Slay in Hell, Slay in Hell. and uh, thematically it was right in line with what we were just talking about. It looks like, uh, you know, they're talking about liches and tombs and dungeons and shit, mm-hmm. um, and that ripped. That's actually kind of more what I expected from that Occult Karate band. That's what, that's, what, that's what I was expecting from Occult Karate for sure. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was sick, man. I mean, it just, uh, there's, there's not a whole lot to say about that. It's just like ripping thrashy um metal that that yeah obviously does incorporate um i guess the uh, uh, a broader breadth of influences that have uh cropped up since thrash and crossover initially came to be um but uh it, it shreds it's really fucking fast the delivery is good thematically i'm with it doesn't take itself too seriously on that front but leans into the bit um yeah i mean 330 330 seemed like a good 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 length for that song right yeah, yeah for sure it didn't feel like they played the same song twice yep Yep. Um, it was, uh, yeah, good. I like this. This uh, sounds like what the uh, Deadites in Army of Darkness would listen to. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, it was really good, man. I liked, uh, I liked it quite a lot. So, Mastered by Jack Control of World Burns of Death Vein. Oh, sick. There you go. Um, so, yeah, not a whole lot more to say about this. This was just ripping fucking ripping thrash um the the uh the so the sort of like dueling guitars that uh, harmonize yeah. in certain places yeah, and that shit was nice. worked very well. Um, I also want to just point out because this is something that's, I guess, uh, occurring in real time. I actually can't like, so I can't post on Facebook right now. Normally I would post in the demolition group and say, Hey, like we're going to be a little bit late this week, whatever, but I can't do it because I got banned from Facebook temporarily because, um, I told some dude with the last name Norton to go design some antivirus software, you bitch. Um, so they don't like that. They don't like that. So I got auto banned by the algorithm. So Cody Rife, who we actually know, he's a Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne local who used to come to the house all the time. Um, we've, we've both known for years. Uh, he, uh, he listens to the show and he posted in the group. Okay. But like, where's this week's episode? And Joey Kaufman, who lives right down the street from me, who plays in the band, uh, death tax locally just said, you didn't hear about Nate. Cody said, apparently not. Joey said, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> then, then Cody just said question mark, and then another guy who is not even anybody that we know, uh, um, a, guy, a guy named Yosef who also listens to their show, says he got arrested. To which Joey just went right along with it and said, "Fucking sucks, dude." So <laughs> then, then Anthony from Jail said, "Wait, what? How?" And Cody said, "I don't trust anyone in this group." And Tully from Histamine said, "This better be a goddamn joke." Um, and then finally, to cap it all off, Joel from Cincinnati said. Oh well, one less time I have to hear AJ's voice. <laughs> that about sums it up, right? Yeah. So, so uh, you'll get answers. You'll get answers to all of your questions soon. I also got hit. Somebody just tagged me in the Discord and said, uh, "Where the fuck is our episode this week?" So, uh, you know, we got a lot of in, we got a lot of impatient fans just fucking champing at the bit to get this new this new content. I got arrested, man. I just got out of uh, I just got out of jail, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What What do you think I would get arrested for? Dude, I can't possibly imagine. I can't. I can't possibly imagine. Just because, like, you tend to really like stay in your own lane. You know what I mean? Like, it would yeah. it would be tough to imagine you doing something that would that would warrant arrest. Right. I'm not quick to fucking anger. Right. right? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not an an idiot. Like. I'm not, I'm not one of the, I'm poor, but I'm not one of the idiot. Right. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Right. 
Yes. Right. I'm not one of the idiot more that's quick to anger and quick to react just to like make sure that uh, they can keep it real or whatever the fuck is going on in their fucking hayseed brain. Right. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I genuinely despise like dishonesty and theft. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I don't give a fuck about somebody stealing from like Target or something like that, but you steal from me, motherfucker. <laughs> That's probably what I'd go to jail for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. revenge. Yes. Yeah, sure. Sure. Like, sure, like yeah, not, yeah. not plotted revenge. I'm talking spur of the moment. Yes. Fuck you. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 For like, sure. You know, I shoot you 15 times when you come in the house and keep shooting. <laughs> and then I go to jail for that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. When you're just like j- jigging around and dancing around on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that seems that seems somewhat conceivable. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's keep moving. So next up, we have Violent Spirit uh, with their release Fire. This is a band from Finland. It was sent in by our homie Micah. So I actually I have actually listened to this in the last couple of weeks. And uh, as as Micah as Micah described when he submitted it, like you know, a month and a half ago or whatever, um, it fucking rips. It's 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 really really good. Just like ripping fast. DB informed uh, finished hard, finished hardcore punk. So um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm stoked to present this to uh, to our listenership if they have not already heard it. So he suggested the last song, which is indeed a fucking ripper. So we're gonna listen to Thoughts and Prayers by Violent Spirit off of their EP Fire.
Uh, so we just heard the song Thoughts and Prayers by Violent Spirit off of their EP Fire. Like I said, man, this shit just fucking straight up rips. Um, I'm kind of like, I feel almost ashamed to be talking about this because it's like every time I see that uh, Jonah, Falco, Jonah Falco of uh, Career Suicide Fucked Up, etc. has a write-up under something that I'm listening to, I always just feel like a fucking dork trying to speak on, yeah. on whatever he's listening to because he always, he always sums it up real tidily in like a few sentences. Yep. Um, his his description for this is the most apt that you could probably get. So if you if you really want a good uh, a good description of everything about this that rips, just go to Violent Spirit Band the the Violent Spirit Bandcamp and and read what Jonah Falco had to say about it. But uh, yeah, this is just ripping ass like D beat and metal informed hardcore that pulls from like the best moments of of as Jonah points out, eighties Japanese hardcore is obviously um, in the in the Finnish hardcore and D beat tradition as well. It's just it's just great. It's got elements of everything that you like if you like fucking like heavy music and punk you know yeah good driving hardcore a la well let's just let's just mention some of the bands that jonah writing puts in his write-up here right mm -hmm. venom motorhead right yep metallica i'm assuming early metallica I'm sure um poison idea so, poison idea yep. it's all there right right um so you can't really you can't really fuck with that that sounds pretty good um that's an apt that's a and he gives a nod to the fact that it has a, a bit of a Japanese sound there in there too. Sure. Um, yeah. So that was good. Thanks, Jonah. Thanks for doing. Thanks for doing that for us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, also, I just want to say, uh, currently now unfolding in the Discord, um, people are actually trying to find arrest records for you. Um, on, oh. on, on Google, like trying to actually figure out if you have been arrested this week. So the, here's the thing, here's the thing. It's Nate's not my real name. It's a pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never figure out who I really am. That's right. So, uh, um, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's keep it moving. And, uh, I think this next one, it'll, it'll sort of conclude part Part one, you know what I mean? Like it is the, the first 10. This is the first 10, right, yes. Um, so last up is the band Lasso with their self-titled, I believe, debut release. Um, let me double check who sent this in. This was sent in by Kawi. Um, so uh, this is out on Sorry State, which is promising. We often sing the praises of Sorry State on this show. Um, definitely one of my favorite labels to do it in the last 20 years, period. Um, I believe this band is from Brazil. And yeah, this is their debut 7-inch. So uh, let's, uh, let's just jump into it. They have got the first song queued up to go. So we are going to listen to Tempos Frank... Tempos, fracos, fracos, frasos. I don't know. I don't speak Spanish or Portuguese or whatever the fuck they speak down in Brazil. Probably Portuguese. Is probably, from Brazil. Probably, probably Portuguese. Um, so we're going to listen to that song by Lasso off their self-titled 7-inch. Let's go. 
right, so uh, we just heard the first song off of the debut self-titled 7-inch by the band Lasso from Brazil, and uh, damn, that's a that's a strong fucking debut. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That's really I like good. that. I, I liked uh, pretty much everything about that. One, one thing that really stuck out to me that I liked about this was the vocal delivery. Um, I don't know if it's intentional or it's just probably just how the dude sounds, but it, it, it the vocal delivery came across as much more like plaintive and distressed. Sure than like aggro yeah 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 for sure i agree and, and i like that because it, it put a bit more for it for me it just put a bit more i guess uh, like urgency behind it than if it was just some you know like gruff standard hardcore vocal delivery yep agreed and uh this was also mixed and mastered by the uh the aforementioned jonah falco yeah um but uh and it looks like it was uh recorded by uh by the band uh at uh, ruida rosa studio i don't know if they like own a studio but uh it sounded it's really fun. good it sounded really fucking good yeah um but uh yeah i mean this is uh i guess this is this kind of falls in uh in like the tupperware camp where it's just like yeah man you like you like fucking good hardcore punk you like this what else is there to say about it it's just really right. fucking you don't good. like it you don't like hardcore punk <laughs> right yes exactly and like i i would be hard pressed to find I mean, certainly there's varying degrees, but like I would be hard pressed to find, I think probably anything that sorry state has ever put out that I don't at least like, you know what I'm saying? So they're they're just one of those labels that like, even if it's not super on my radar, I don't revisit it a lot. Um, they just don't put out shit that, that isn't to my taste. They're a label that is essentially perfectly aligned with what I most like about hardcore. So, um, this is, this is absolutely no exception. This is really, really fucking good. Um, if there are still copies of this, uh, it says it's coming late spring, early summer on Sorry State. Um, so I'm not sure if this is Keep already out. for the pre-order. I yeah. haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm looking at their website now. Yeah, so. I'm on Sorry State's band. I mean, I'm looking at Sorry State's band camp, and typically there would be a link to, to pre-order or something if that were available. So this evidently is not out yet uh, as far as I can suss out. So I will, uh, I'll be keeping my eye on there because I would, I would like to pick, a cop- pick up a copy mm-hmm. of this. So thanks to Kawi for sending this in. Um, so on that, I guess this will... That's- the first 10. That's the first 10. This will this will probably conclude where where you are actually listening to this quote unquote episode of the show, but make no mistake, um we're, we're we ain't even close to fucking no, we've got, I, I don't think I have to get up at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. So, um I can take it easy a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we can go a little later, you know. Yep. We'll see how it goes. Um I'm still feeling pretty good, but that's also because we liked everything we heard with the exception of um hate monday which we liked but we didn't like yeah you know yeah the only the only thing that we like straight up like just like had like oh it was lolita black right but even that was just like yeah this is bullshit you know what i mean but yeah it's not offensive it's i'm not gonna lay into it it's fun i'm sure it's a blast for the folks to do it but it ain't my fucking deal right but everything else we liked to to varying degrees you know to like yeah this was real solid to straight up like yo this is really fucking good i want to buy a copy of this and it really it i mean it highlights i guess my 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 deep fear about like the format of this show which is oh, that so, like so so this is go ahead let it finish cuz i think we share this we've come to the same conclusion th- go ahead think think about wh- what which of these would have p- potentially slipped through the cracks on a normal episode you know oh see see i was uh, yeah that's true right so this is this is nice because we wouldn't have heard any of these bands right yeah. I mean, we could, we would have heard some. I, I wouldn't have heard them because I don't know what sits in the fucking back catalog. Sure. Um, but uh, also, um, 
people are probably going to prefer this format instead of us <laughs> rolling the dice. Oh yeah. Okay. So so there is that. There is that too. <laughs> that I hadn't even confronted yet, but there is the potential that a bunch of people are going to be like, "Why the fuck do you not just do this every week, you fucking morons?" Right, because we're fucking morons, right? <laughs> and and we also we do enjoy um not only do we enjoy a little bit of like self abuse and punishment, but I do like to punish myself. Like I like to inflict punishment, right? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I don't want you to actually like something too much in the moment that you do. (laughs) That's when I fucking pull the plug. Yeah. That's why we have a future as, as a lucrative and long future as successful. I've been so successful up to this point in my life. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, for sure, man. Cause I, I, my, the little fucking spite genie that lives in my brain. Right. It, 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 that little gremlin just can't let you like, can't let me like anything too much. And if I can't fucking like it, then you're not going to like it either. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, so we'll, uh, we'll call it there. I'm going to go microwave my fucking hot pockets. And then uh, for you, what will be, you know, several days time for us is only a matter of minutes before we jump right back into the floor. Yeah, I, yeah for sure. So we'll, uh, we'll catch you on the next one.